Welcome to Chasing Greatness, the podcast where we help you win at work, win at home, and ultimately win at life. Today's Wednesday. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday, you're you're right on time. If not, it's okay. But today we're focused on winning at home. We we do that every Wednesday. Try to drop these these episodes to help you not just win from nine to five at work, which is important, but but what happens from five to nine outside of work, so to speak, really determines what what's going to happen uh, when you get to work. I know a lot of people really like to focus on their work, but the reality is if you win at work and you lose at home, you still lose, I think. So we want to we want to focus on how can we help with some of those relationships at home. So I got to got to thank you guys for listening, downloading, sharing with your friends. You're helping make your community around you better. And and that makes uh, that, that makes not just your life great, but really it does it does help somebody else uh, as they are trying to chase greatness as well. So today we're going to focus a little bit on something we actually talked about a couple of days ago when we, uh, we we talked about winning at work and we we talked about the the ultimate competitive advantage for a team, a high performance team, is this this idea of building community. We we think when we've studied the best teams in the world, really. It's what brings a team from being really good to that rare air of high performance. It takes them to being great. And so today I'm gonna, I want to, I want to borrow some of that, and I want to talk a little bit about it at home. So I hope you'll, uh, I hope you'll share this with somebody who who you care about, and uh, we'll continue to grow the channel here as we we try to help people uh, really maximize not only their potential but help the people around them be great as well. So let's let's dive in here. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a chance to go to. Uh, a Braves game, the, the Atlanta Braves here. I live not too far from Atlanta, and it's been a fun uh, several months around Atlanta as we've celebrated uh, the Braves uh, winning the World Series last year. That was a lot of fun. And the night I went was a Saturday night uh, a couple weeks ago, and I had an opportunity to be there on the night that they that they got their championship rings. If you've not seen the Braves championship rings, it's pretty amazing uh, when you read about these rings, these things look like actually they look like uh, uh, a softball, not a, not a you know not forget baseball. These things look like big softball. They're putting these things on their hands and they're massive. These rings are uh, a couple of interesting things about the rings. One of them is is that they had 755 diamonds on the ring, which I thought was kind of cool uh, to celebrate the life of Hank Aaron, who was uh, probably the the most famous Brave of all time. And uh, Hank Aaron, if you know your baseball, he hit 755 home runs uh, in his storied career. And so they had one diamond for every home run that that Hank hit, among other things. Go go read about this ring. It's incredible what they did. I mean, the thing opens up. It's got lights on the inside, a little stadium. It's, it's, this ring is nuts. Uh, but they were, they're celebrating uh, Hank's life. Hank, obviously... Uh, is no longer with us. Uh, you may not know that, but but he died last season during the year, and so it was cool to win the World Series. Big rings, fun night to be there. Now, how did I get to this game? Well, my daughter, one of my daughters, calls me up a few weeks ago and says, hey, Dad, uh, my husband and I and and his dad are going to go to the Braves game. Would you like to come with us? And I'm thinking, that'd be cool. And uh, what I didn't realize is it would be cold because that night we went, it was freezing. I mean, we were – it was it was about forty something degrees. If you're in the Northeast, you're probably laughing at forty degrees. But but uh, the wind's blowing. It's freezing. Uh, but we did win. We beat the Reds. That was that was fun. Big two to one victory. A lot of fun. Ring ceremony. It's all fun. But I'm thinking about my daughter who who knew I enjoy baseball, and she 
is not a big baseball person herself, but she is she she loves her family. She loves her dad. Loves her husband. Uh, and and I saw is how cool was it that she would think to say, "Hey, you want to come and be included?" and and that was great. But something happened after the game that really kind of triggered me to talk about this today. And I want you to think about your family. So we get back to her a place where they live, which is right by the ballpark. I mean, they were within five minutes of the ballpark. And uh, and I had about an hour drive back home from there. And, and she said, Dad, I got something for you before you leave. And she goes into her refrigerator, and she's got me this little bitty sparkling water that she had chilled that afternoon. She said, I know you like these. I got one for you, and I want you to have it on your ride home tonight. And I can't tell you how, how much that little – eight ounces of water uh, meant to me. It, it, it just said, I'm thinking about you. I know what you like, and I, and I want you to have this to, to enjoy this. And as we think about our family life, if, as we think about winning outside of work, I want us to go back to those things we talked about on Monday. If you hadn't heard the episode full you know, on there with all this, but we talked about building community and we said that they're really just three little things that pave the way or create an environment for love. And those three things were to know each other deeply. And so let's take that one little eight ounce, you know, uh, sparkling water and let's think about how, how did she know? How did she know she's paid attention to what I like? And I want, I want to ask you, do you know what the people around your table like the people that you're in relationship with, the people who you know the best. I, I always say I want to I want to live my life in such a way that the people who know me the best actually are are able to love me the most, not respect me the least. I, I think when we're when we're intuitive or we're intentional, probably is a better word. It's not intuitive. She had to pay attention, and and so uh, it, it made me love her more that she would know that's what I like, not just what. Let's just give him what we have. That's not what she did. She she had something special for me, and that and that meant a lot to to know. Okay, she knows me. Uh, now, when you think about the people around your table again, how well do you know them? How well do you know what they like? I, I mean, I've talked to people before, and you ask them about something about their family, and they're not really sure. You know, what do they like? I, I don't know. You have to ask them, kind of thing. You should know what the people that are closest to you prefer what they like, what they enjoy. And, and it's just a beautiful thing when we know each other deeply. The second thing we said on Monday was that they serve each other unconditionally. And my daughter, uh, didn't think it was, uh, or didn't expect anything in return. She, she gave me this sparkling water for the road, even walked me out to my, my vehicle. And I thought, man, this, this girl is, is, I mean, it's just like when I, I was so proud of the way that her mom raised her when I, when I thought about it, I was like, this kid is really, you know, as now as an adult, she's, she's thinking, uh, correctly. I I would say it that way. And so, uh, as you think about your kids right now, uh, don't, don't lose heart. There've been times where, uh, she and uh, her sisters and nor my wife and I, you know, been times where all of us are not thinking correctly. But in this case, I'm watching her mature, and I'm just seeing she's thinking correctly, and she's serving unconditionally, not expecting anything in return. And so that's that's really cool when you think about it. And so as you think about your family and the people closest to you, who right now do you need to serve? Who is it that needs some encouragement from you? Or who is it that needs you to 
to do something for them, and they they couldn't hope to return that. If you're a parent, you get a chance every day, right? But but if you're not a parent, you you get a chance to um, um, really do something for someone, and and just just do it out of a heart of love. Just do it to add value to them. It, it's a it's really good for when I do that. It's really good because it keeps me from thinking about myself so much. And if you're like me, you have no problem thinking about yourself. What can we do to help those people around us to serve them unconditionally? All right, here's number three we talked about on Monday, and I want you to connect the dots at home here. We said we want to celebrate frequently, celebrate frequently. And uh, I, I've been I've been so excited these last few months. My um, my our family has changed into a different season. We've got three now grandchildren, which is kind of fun. But the oldest one of those is our little grandson. He's I guess 19 months old now. Uh, and and he's talking up storm and all this, but but my name, my my granddad name was uh, my my name Randy. My my granddad name was going to be Randad. It was it was going to be. <laughs> I thought that's kind of different. Nobody, I don't know any Randads, so I'm going to be Randad. And 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 I'm not Randad. I I was going to be Randad, but when he started talking, he's he's uh he's talking pretty quick, and you know, or, or he started talking a little earlier, and he and he couldn't get the whole Randad thing. That that seemed too hard, so he started calling me Ra Ra. Which uh, I I was like okay that's cool and 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 I they are like okay now he can say Randa and I'm like you know what I'm good with Rod Rod I'm gonna be the cheerleader for these little grandkids that's that's what I want to do and they can call me Randad they can call me Rod Rod they can call me anything they want to as long as they call I'm happy I, that's great but but when you think about your family uh, what are you doing to be the cheerleader for your son or your daughter or your husband or your wife. Or your uh, aging father, or your brother or sister. Like, what are you doing to cheer for those people who are living in a world where they're getting beat up all the time? You know as well as I do, the world's hard right now, and and the people that are closest to us ought to be cheering us on. And so, you, I I don't know if everybody's going to cheer you on or not. They may or may not. But I, here's what I do know: you have the opportunity to create. Uh, value to the people you live with. And you really won't be able to do that unless you value them. If you know them deeply and you and you serve them unconditionally, you're just adding value to their lives. And then to celebrate them frequently, oh man, how cool would it be for you to be the rah-rah for the people around your life? So I want to encourage you to do that. And then uh, the other side of that coin, we talked a little bit about this on Monday, but but there's an old saying that says weddings are optional, funerals are mandatory. And basically what it means is that you can, anybody can cheer for people. That's, I mean, it's, it's not, uh, it, it's not done as frequently probably as it should be, but it's honestly a lot easier to, to be there for people when things are, you know, somebody gets an A on the test, you're, you're high-fiving. But what are we doing to grieve when people are going through? That's why the funerals are mandatory. You got to show up for people when things are hard. Now, hopefully you're not having any funerals in your family this week, but but you're going to have hard circumstances in your family. Maybe your daughter's going through something really hard, and uh, you're 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 just like um, you're you're maybe you're sitting there going, I'm 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 feeling bad for her, but I'm not actually showing up for her. I'm I'm actually putting expectations on her that are unrealistic, and they're too high, and I'm making it harder on her honestly, more than I am making it easier on her. And so just as you begin to think about your son or your your teenager, or maybe even your little toddler that's trying to learn something, are you putting unrealistic expectations on your spouse 
or um, maybe an extended family member. You've got relationships there that they have tension and, and somebody's going through something really hard. What would it look like for you to be there for them and to even grieve with them if needed? And, and uh, um, really just make yourself available to, to empathize with them and, and to encourage them and just to love them. And, and that really is the fourth thing we said on Monday. It's all this is great, but what is, what is it all about? Truthfully, it's, it's about creating an environment of love. And I think the best families I know, I think the best family members I know, they always love first. It's, it's, they, they give love first. It's, it's like, it's like giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. It's like just saying, I'm just going to lead with love. And I, and I love that mindset. I think it's so important. And so if you really want to win at home this week or any week, lead with love, make sure that you are, you are loving and love is not just some, you know, I always heard you don't fall in love. You fall in a hole. I think that's true. Uh, Love is not a noun. It's not some feeling you have. Love is a verb. It is something you do. And, and it's demonstrated. I I even said this Monday uh, in the, in the business uh, or in the, in the, when at work podcast is that God demonstrated his love. That's what the Bible says. God demonstrated his love. We just came off Easter uh, recently, and and it says God demonstrated his love in that while we were sinners, we were all a mess. It says Christ died for us. And so God could have easily just said, hey, I love you. I, I, you know, that's, that would have been great. I mean, it really would have been great, but he didn't do that. He he said he, he demonstrated his love. He, he, he sacrificed his son. And so as you begin to think about your most important relationships, what are you doing to sacrifice? That's what love looks like. It, it looks like, hey, I want to know you. I want to, I want to know that you like the little, you know, the little sparkling water. I want to serve you. I want to do something for you that you can't really, uh, you, you don't have to pay me back. I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm going to celebrate you. And, and, and I'm going to do that frequently. I'm going to be your cheerleader. And, and then I'm going to also grieve with you. Things are hard. I'm going to make sure that you've got what you need to, to really, um, to, to know somebody's in your corner right now. Life's hard enough. And so you, I'm with you. And I think when we do that, we are, we are showing people that we love. That's what love is. It it shows people, uh, in a sacrificial way, many times of, of, of what it means to be in our family, what, what we feel about them. And so I would encourage you to, to think about, you know, Think about those people. Become fluent in the language of your family members. I think that's important. Uh, know what they like. What 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 you know? What's challenging for them? What's fun for them? Invite them into your world. Listen to their stories. Uh, sometimes we live with people in in the same house and we don't know each other at all. I think that's really sad. And and I know it's an area where where I could do better. I, I really you know it's, it's an area I want to make. I want to continue to make progress. People have moved away, and I still want to try to get to know them better and appreciate them more. And, and then um, who who do you need to serve? I mean, it's so easy to be self-serving in our family. We, we kind of let our guard down. We feel like we need to do that when we're out in public, but then we come home and we let everybody else sort of fight for themselves and serve themselves and be self-serving. And that's not the environment we want. And then uh, we, we really do need to celebrate each other more in our home lives. Uh, I think it's so important. Be there for each other when things are hard. Ultimately, just have this environment, this atmosphere of love. And I think that's the best place uh, to, to have a family. Now, let me say this. I know some of you are in family situations that are challenging. You may have a single 
parent home. You may, you may be growing up without a mom or a dad. Some of you are listening to this and a lot of young people listen and you may be in a challenging situation. And some of the stuff I'm describing, you just feel like, man, that, that's not there for me. And I'm a, I'm sorry uh, that if you're growing up in a place where you're, you don't feel like you have a, a good, strong, um, healthy family life. I know that's really hard and I really am sorry uh, if that's your situation, but I would say this, what can I do with what I have? What can I do for the people around me to try to create the best environment that I can? And ultimately, uh, can I can I can I grow up? I literally believe this. I, I believe I can grow up, and even though I might not have been handed something, I actually can choose the kind of family that I want as I go forward and the kind of family life that I want. And I, I, I'll just leave you with this one thought: If you're in that situation, I, I like the. Um, the metaphor here or the picture I'll use of, of going to a track meet and being at a relay race. Every time uh, I go to a, to a track meet and I'm, I'm fascinated by the relays, you know, the, the, the baton, I think I even have one here. I do. I'm going to slide back and grab my baton off the shelf. So I have, I have my baton. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see my, my baton. I keep this on my shelf. It's, it's a reminder of a couple of things. First of all, if I'm in that situation where I'm not, been handed the baton, every race I've ever been to has a lead runner. So somebody's got to start the race. And I believe that can be you. If you're in that situation right now where you don't have a great family life, you can, you can, you can literally do what's right, do what we're talking about here today and start a new, um, a new line, a new, a new generation that's going to, to get this right or going to try to get this right. Learn all you can. Keep trying to make progress. But for those of you who are out there and you are parents and um, you are, you know, maybe we'll do an episode on this later, but I, you're responsible for making sure you get the right stuff into the hands of your kids. Most of the races that I've ever been to, they're won or lost in the exchange. It's not who's got the fastest runners. It's who's got the fastest runners who are able to, exchange the baton from runner to runner. And I think in our in our family lives, one of the things that we underestimate is what it means to to exchange our beliefs, our values, all those things, and the things we talked about today from from one hand to to the next. And then it just goes back and forth generation to generation. So uh Hannah, if you're listening, thanks for the the sparkling water. It was great. Thanks for letting me go to the baseball game with you. Uh, I remember our first game when you were a little girl, and and it's fun to still be able to do some of those things together. If if you're out there and you are listening today, let's go do everything we can to create a great environment of love in our homes. If we'll do that, I think I think we'll be well on our way to chasing greatness. All right, you know somebody out there today who needs some encouragement. I, I hope you'll share a link to this with them. Uh, love to hear your comments. Uh, anything you got, questions. Uh, love to respond back to you, but uh, use, let's keep chasing greatness. We'll we'll uh, we'll continue this conversation. We might even do something for parents on uh, exchanging from one generation to the next. I think that's really an important topic. We might get to that in a few weeks, but uh, let's let's all keep doing what we can to build the best homes we can. We want to win at work, yes. We want to win in life, but ultimately, uh, we we can we can focus on both and and still miss it if we don't understand the importance of winning at home. It's really really big deal. I guess ultimately we want to win at life, right? But, but we'll talk about that on Friday. All right. Love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Keep chasing greatness.